Howdy y'all. Today we are going to continue with the second part of the majestic time I had in India. I'm not really going to talk to you like that's the the whole story. <laughs> um so in this one I jumped on or boarded a night train that took about 12 hours to get from the capital Delhi to the city of Jaisalmer in Rajasthan. This is another state in India. And before I tell you some enchanting stories from this beautiful city, because it is gorgeous, I want to tell you about the hellish time I had trying to find my train car first. So the train was late. Which meant that instead of stopping for 20 minutes, it was only stopping for five. Which, by the way, no one told us that. I mean, this is the capital. You think they would let people have more time, you know? So when the train arrived, I was running around trying so hard to find my train hard. Because all the numbers on the cars were mixed. They weren't in order. It was 1, 17, 5, 2B. I had no idea what was going on. So I started to ask people if they knew and everyone was literally telling me, Oh, you have to go that way. And they said, Oh, no, but the other person said go that way. So I had no idea what to do. Then all of the sudden... The train started to move as people were still boarding. They did not care. No, not at all. That's when the chaos really began. We all looked like a bunch of crazy ants trying to run around, get to our location. And people were literally jumping into cars, screaming bags and babies were flying through the air it was chaos and here i was carrying two bags one on the front and the other on the back both were pretty heavy so i was basically running like a little duck come on little ducky <laughs> you can do it i i ran to the nearest train car and jumped on to this movie train Literally only getting on because two guys grabbed my backpacks and pulled me in to the car. This train car was so crowded. People were sleeping on the ground. The seats were overcrowded. There were even some people that had put hammocks above the seats. So... You could potentially have someone's little butt rubbing against your head the whole night. So, please, let's hope they didn't eat something fiery, if you know what I mean. Because that could end terribly for everybody on the train. Especially you, because it's on your head. <laughs> so, um, a, a kind Indian gentleman told me that I had to go further forward in the train. To get to the car I needed. So every time the train stopped, 
I ran and I passed as many cars as I could and jumped back on because it was impossible to pass from car to car. Or maybe I I honestly um, don't know. <laughs> uh, I think maybe they were joking. Um, the good thing, I guess, is at least every time the train stopped, they got a free show. Uh, a white man running hectically like a crazy little duck next to the train cars, just sweating, hustling, trying to get there. It legit took me about maybe two hours of train car hopping to actually find mine. But what a relief when I finally got there. Ugh. And I was so lucky because it was a four-person sleeper, um, which means that you know there's a lot of space. But there actually was only one person staying in it. A girl from Korea, I believe. Um, so I, I took my sweaty self to the bathroom to clean up. And one of the first things I noticed was that the toilet was a normal Western toilet, which uh, is nice to see. But if you looked down, you could see the train tracks. So for people on the train, this is nice because you don't smell other people's poop. Great, you know, everyone's happy about that. But if you go to India and you're, you know, I don't know, feel like, dancing or playing on the train tracks just know that there's a possibility that you may slip and fall in human poop that just just a warning yeah just in case you decide to do this in india so after getting refreshed i laid down and i just passed out so hard so that means i fell asleep so fast and i woke up pretty early in the morning to the sounds of hindu music very beautiful elegant music and the the smell of fresh brewed chai tea Mm, delicious the sun was just rising and we were going through a very arid region and you could actually see some mountains in the background. It was absolutely breathtaking. I bought a chai and I sat at the open door of the train, just witnessing the beauty that is India as the sun rose and the occasional tank. Yes, that's right, tanks. (laughs) This area is super close to Pakistan and there's tension between the two countries. So, it's normal to see tanks patrolling the deserts. It was still beautiful. It just added something different to the scenery, but it was very nice though. So in the city, I had arranged some more couch surfing, which if you didn't hear in the last episode, I talked about it before. Um, it's a website, look it up if you're a traveler. Um, and boy, oh boy, did I get lucky. I managed to get a host that owned not one, 
but four hotels. Yeah, that's right. Four hotels in the city. This was going to be an epic time. After meeting the owner, though, uh, he told me that I would have to sleep downstairs in the dorm with the workers, which, okay, maybe this is me asking too much, but I guess in my head I was picturing that I'd be sleeping in a hotel room, not in one big room with 10 other dudes and one toilet to share. Not that I would complain because it's free anyways, but um, definitely surprised. So I asked if there was maybe another option. And he said, yes, of course. The roof. Whew. I was definitely more excited about that. So I went to go check out the roof. And up there, I noticed a foreigner sitting on the steps down below with uh, some of the workers. So I shouted down to the workers, hey, do I need to wear a jacket at night? And the guy who was French looked up and said, it's a desert, it's hot, what do you think? I stepped back and said to myself, what an asshole. It gets cold at night in the desert. Why why is he trying to make me feel stupid like that? I <laughs> I did not appreciate this. Anyways, a few minutes later, um the owner found me with the French guy and said that if we wanted we could actually share a room together. And that's exactly what we did. Now, despite this initial tension from this Frenchman, um, we're actually really good friends to this day. Um, we passed that uh, point very quickly. Awesome conversations right away. So actually, one of the first things and probably only things we did that day was go get Bon. So when I say we, I mean the Frenchman and I whose name is Flo. Um, so bang is a legal drug in Rajasthan. It is a green herb. It isn't marijuana because you can't smoke it. You can only ingest, eat or drink this to feel the effects. So we sat down in the shop, ordered our bang lassies, and a lassi is a yogurt-like drink, if you don't know what it is. Very delicious. We drank them quick and went back walking around the city. Some time went by, and we started to complain about how this bong doesn't work at all. Um, but at exactly two hours, a boom. Whoa. It hit us hard. Oh my God. I remember in the second, like exactly on the two hour mark, I needed to stop for a minute to sit because my body instantly felt like a big old piece of spaghetti. I, w I was so high 
I didn't know what to do with myself. Flow, at the same time, <laughs> I think he had his arm against the wall or something, trying to, you know, maintain his form. And uh, <laughs> he told me, he said, hey, man, I'm, I'm not very good with directions. So we should probably, uh, let me go back to the French accent, sorry. We should probably not wander too far, considering how high we are. I said, relax, okay? I'm really good with directions. So don't worry. Just FYI, we ended up getting lost for six hours <laughs> in Jesselman, which, by the way, isn't a city. It's a village. Um, we were walking in the... It's like a residential area. Everything looks exactly the same. And we just walked in circles for six hours. It was it was ridiculous. Apparently, Bong makes me partially dumb and uh, directionally challenged. So that means that I can't understand directions at all. I was very, very lost. Now, you would think that we learned our lesson about Bong that day. But the next day, we were driven. We had to try it again. But this time, we had a plan. Mm? That's right. We were going to sip it slowly, like a couple of fine gentlemen sipping whiskey. So we went back to the same Bong place, ordered more delicious lassies and we drank it real slow like it took about 20 minutes to finish this so what a difference this time it came on slow you know it was super enjoyable because you started to get more feeling as the time went on and I didn't get us lost again because we stuck to the central part of the city this time, which means we could ask for directions. <laughs> so actually had nothing to do with my skill, just easier with people helping us. Um, this day was absolutely crazy. Firstly, as we started to walk towards downtown, a bowl, a pretty big one too, started to walk towards us from the opposite direction. As it started to get closer, this bull lowered its head, started to pick up speed or get faster going directly to flow and i said flow hey flow that that bull man the bull it's it's coming directly for you said, oh no no it's okay it's okay and then it started to go so fast and it put its head further down and tried to hit him with his horns <laughs> flow jumped out of the way 
like a cat, like beautiful reflexes from this man. He, he did a beautiful job. But as he was landing, he almost got smashed by a motorcycle driving from the, from the other side. The, oh my God. This was just the beginning of our adventure, okay? The beginning. So we walked around for hours, enjoying the city, the colors, the smells. It was amazing. And, and it finally started to get dark outside. We were still really high. Um, Bang lasts for about six to eight hours, I think. So you, oof, I mean, yeah, if you have problems with directions, you know. <laughs> Have a map. Uh, just be ready for it, right? So I think it was around 8 p.m. And everything was already closed. In the streets, completely empty. Silent, too. You can't hear anything. So from this point, we had about a 20-minute walk to get back to the hotel. This walk, I can honestly say, is probably one of the craziest most epic walks i have ever had in my entire life we were walking along a very narrow street when all of the sudden in front of us was a freaking bull and of course if we wanted to take a different way we'd have to walk back for who knows how many minutes and it was nighttime and we sucked at directions this was a terrible idea better to just face the bowl <laughs> we we didn't have many choices this street was so narrow the bull's horns were almost touching the walls flo turned to me he said what do we do? And I said, oh, uh, maybe we should go one by one. And then we said, no, no, no way. If we do that, the bull can kill, kill us easily. <laughs> that, that's all that we were thinking is that uh, we're going to die. Panic was filling the air. I told him, okay. Let's go at the same time. Maybe this will confuse the bull. And at least one of us will survive. Or maybe not. Who knows? But considering I am telling this story, we know at least one of us lived. <laughs> you know, sometimes I... I miss Flo so much. He's such a good guy. <laughs> so we, we put our backs to the walls, started to slowly move towards the bull. His eyes were moving back and forth, looking at us, confused. When we started to walk by the horns, they were literally rubbing against our torsos. 
the bull suddenly started to move its head, shaking his horns against our abdomens. But we just managed to get past them. Hallelujah. Who knows what could have happened. And then I yelled, stop. And Flo just stood there shocked. He's like, what? What? And I said, man, bulls can kick hard. Like, we can get killed that way, you know? We can't just walk. We got to run. Okay, so on the count of three. Ready? One, a two, a three. And we were off. Nobody was kicked that day. And yes, we both survived. Sorry about the joke before. Flo was alive and well, for the most part. Whew. So that was uh, stage one, I guess, <laughs> of the way home. So finally, we made it to the main street, where one of the first things that I did was step in a big old warm pile of cow poop it, what a lovely time i just hands down amazing experience uh and on this street when we were walking we kept getting startled startled is similar to scared kind of like a small jump like ooh you know because little pigs would come squealing like and run across the street randomly out of the darkness and like almost hit our legs get really close to us it was just oh my gosh it it was crazy <laughs> uh in we had no idea where these pigs were hiding they would just come out when they felt like it it was amazing i, <laughs> I there's not much else to say about that um so we were finally almost back to the hotel when we turned to go onto the last road that leads up to it. We had another surprise waiting for us. It was a massive, bloody street dog fight. There was no way in hell we were going to try to walk through this. Hell to the no. There was about 15 of them battle dogs waiting for us. I wasn't about to be some dog's dinner. No, sir. Mm -mm. And ma'am. Sorry. No, ma'am as well. So we decided to try the other street out. The last option. On this street, there was only one dog. <laughs> Look at that. Easy. Easy, easy, easy just laying in the middle of the road for no reason um soon as my foot touched that part of the street though the dog got up and his ears stood straight up ready i don't know what he was ready for so i took another step and the dog aggressively like moved towards me a little like as a warning why couldn't i just get into my bed and sleep <laughs> i just wanted peace why was this happening to us like what 
What did we do? Uh, now we're standing there trying to figure out which option would be less painful. So let's do a quick little review. Option A, walk through a wild dogfight and hope not to get rabies or torn to pieces. Or option B, get ripped to shreds by one trained assassin ninja dog. In the end, we actually chose option A. Because personally, I don't do well with ninja dogs. Um, it's not really my thing. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, it's not uh, it's not cool. Um, so we slowly started to approach this wild dog fight. We got closer and closer, and the fighting seemed to get worse and worse. And then... When we got so close, they suddenly stopped fighting each other, turned to look at us while growling. Growling is the sound like And, and then they all rolled on their backs and started to wag, you know, or move their tails like crazy. Oh, these dogs just wanted some love. Uh, completely surprised by this uh, turn of events. I was not expecting that at all. I, I honestly thought that uh, we were going to have to punch... <laughs> I, I don't know what we could have done, to be honest. Um, as much as I wanted to pet uh, these wild little doggies, most of them were completely covered in blood. Um, and I wasn't really looking to get random doggy blood all over my hands my pants and my shirt um literally and i am not kidding literally as soon as we cleared their war area it was declared again the war started again they went back to fighting hectic you know growls screams cries uh it, brutality and just sweet baby corn jesus do i love india and its craziness and i know what some of you may all be thinking but you could have died how did you have fun i just did there's nothing else i can really say I just did i i like the adrenaline i you know i, I see positive things and everything you know um so would i go back hell yes i would go back in a second i love it there so much so my my stay in jesomer was about a week and i absolutely love this city in the center there's a mound of sand so like a mountain of sand that has a castle sitting on top of it and it's still active People have restaurants there, stores, hotels. So when you, you know, we stayed outside the city almost, the town, so we could see the castle from far away. It was so beautiful. Flo and I actually had the top opportunity to sit on a hill one night and watch the sunset behind this majestic castle. 
as a gypsy man played music. It was euphoric. Um, people in Rajasthan are extremely friendly, beautiful people. If you are interested in turbans, like the, the head wrap, they have some of the biggest turbans I have ever seen. Um, you can expect to be offered hash as well. This is very typical. Um, it's like a, a welcoming gift. Uh, not everyone does this, but if you ask for it, they'll definitely um, give it to you. This was one of the most beautiful cities that you will ever be able to see in your whole life. So go to Jasomer, avoid the bulls, avoid the cows, watch your feet, check for pigs. And uh, yeah, I think that's probably the best um, I can give you. Yeah. So Flo and I said goodbye. He was going to stay there for a little while. And I was on to my next city, which if you listen to the next episode, you will hear about. I hope you enjoyed this one. Stay tuned for the next one. If you want to hear more awesome stories, goodbye.